podcast possible. It doesn't matter who we are. What matters is our plan. Soon to be the number one podcast in the universe. Going straight to the top. The stars, yeah, the stars. One shining star in the night. Shining brighter than all the other ones. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. Colin at Risen72. Don at Bully in Goal 71. Jamil at The Puffy Taco. Katie at KTCV13. Mandy at Capricorn. Welcome to episode 5 of Podcast Possible. I know our previous episode, we didn't mention what number we were at because it was a special. Well, the special ended up being episode 4, and I'm not going to take the time to renumber things. So, this is episode (laughs) 5. And we have the entire cast together at the same time. Whoa. <laughs> I'm everybody, here with... everybody. I'm here everybody with. Everybody, Wang Chung tonight. Everybody, have fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Katie. Hello. Mandy. Hi. You might want to clue her in on the joke, Jamil. After introductions, Colin. Hello. And Don. Giggity, giggity. Okay. Now, in terms of what we're laughing about, Mandy, each time you introduce yourself, you always go, Hi. Yeah, it's on purpose. <laughs> wow, well then, you know some of the. If you, int- listen, if you listen to Geek Nation or well, Digital Noob or whatever, I, I sound the same way. You mean Geek Nation, your new podcast that should be, um, you know, starting up soon? Yes, that one. Okay. Wow. Look in the show notes, folks. Anyways, yeah, uh, this episode is a very special episode. Now. Understand that out of our five episodes, two are very special. <laughs> Last week was very special, and this one's a very special. I may episode. break down and cry. Yeah. I might put uh, dramatic music over this portion of it. What would we do, baby, without, <laughs> without us? us. <laughs> uh, la la So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to try to see if I can get in contact with Alan Thicke and see if he can make a theme song for us. As long as we've got each other. Well, he didn't do that theme song. He did a um, good time. Jennifer Warnes did. Yeah. Not that many people know that. I like her. She's good. My dad had a cassette tape of her when I was growing up and she was singing Leonard Cohen songs. I wonder if we can get her to guest on the podcast. <gasps> that would be so awesome. I'll get my um my PR people involved. <laughs> Let's do that, Jamil. Yes. <laughs> Make it happen. Okay. Anyhow, Jamil, this is a special podcast because yeah, this is a special podcast. Co- <laughs> Bring it back. Thank you. <laughs> this is a special podcast because this is the How We Met episode. Yeah, this is our special How We Met episode, and um, 
I am not going to be talking this much, that much in this episode. So um, uh, take it away, Colin. Well, that's what I was trying to recall because for it's different stories. I think the first time you and I met Jamil was when um, Kevin Smith did a Roy Thompson Hall show in Toronto. He did two back-to-back ones. And I arranged a just a meetup for everybody in the area. And I think we briefly met there. You were late. I don't recall. But then we did meet and properly hang out at the Brantford Hockey Tournament. Um, so, But that's what I can't, can't remember for sure exactly when we first met. But it was one of those two. Um, as for KT and Don, it was the first Brantford VSU Street Hockey League event um, in Brantford, Ontario. We met there. Very good times. And then it was just this past year, I finally met Mandy, even though I've been speaking with her for many years. Um, also at Brantford. Apparently, I only meet people at Brantford and in the Toronto area. And that's it. That's all I can remember. Who wants to talk about Brantford in general? Because people might not know about Brantford. Okay. I thought what happens in Brantford stays in Brantford. All right, we can tell the nice stuff, though. Okay, so um, every year, a big group of us goes to Brantford, Ontario to play in the Walter Gretzky Street Hockey Tournament. And um, it's for the... Well, it was at the first... The first two tournaments were for the Parks and Recreations of Brantford. And now I believe they are for the um, the Lung Association. Yeah. So I believe I'm correct in saying that. Yes. So we've been doing this for a number of years, um, adding more people every year and stuff like that. And that's how a lot of us met, just like going up and playing hockey and hanging out and doing karaoke and generally just being awesome and having a great time. <laughs> this year was my first Brantford ever. I was a complete Brantford virgin. Um, that's where, actually, I met everybody here per, except for Colin prior to this year's Brantford. This yep. is when I finally met Colin. Um, I had originally met, uh, my first VSQ meetup was in Brno, Czech Republic, where I met two people that don't play hockey with us. And then my second VSQ meetup of of all things was Gavin and Nikki's wedding where I met the only person who I knew prior to that wedding was Simon. Everybody else I was meeting for the first time, including Gavin and Nikki. And that's where I met Katie and Dawn for the first time because um, Gavin and Nikki got married in the Jay and Silent Bob secret stash and there wasn't enough room for everybody at the stash. So we all had a listening party in Carrie and Steven's hotel room. So we had like 15 or 20 of us listening to the wedding live on Smodcast Radio and Katie and Dawn and Amanda and Dave, I think, all got there like a little bit later than they had planned, but they all came up and we all listened to the... Um, and Faye. And Faye. And Faye, you're right. And we all listened to the uh, to the rest of the wedding before getting ready to go down for the reception. And then, Jamil, I met you a few months later in New Jersey for my first uh, hockey event in October of 2011. Yep. Um, you. I think it was, was I uh, McSquinty then? 
Did I have my contacts at that that meetup? Yeah, I think you <laughs> might have. Okay. I don't remember. Because uh, one time I went to a meetup and I lost slash broke um, a pair of my contacts prior, and I decided to still go. So um, I was squinting through. No, that, sorry, that was the New York trip. The New York trip I did that. So during the hockey one, I I was able to see the best I could. Which isn't yeah. that good. Whenever I've seen you, you've never had glasses. Yeah, I'm, I I never I don't wear glasses anymore. I um, wear contacts because of my condition. So, which yeah, will that's... be another what? Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say that's that's it for my uh, my meetup stories. My, I don't have really any any interesting ones. Any interesting ones for everybody here because it was just all like we were at the wedding and we were all hanging out, and then we were at hockey and we were all hanging out and. Yeah, that's basically it. I, I think I met Don and um and Katie at Bradford as well. So from my end it isn't really that, you know, wham bam exciting. So um Don uh, I think the only remaining connection right now or story yet to be told is a Katie and Don meeting. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well um Actually, I think what everyone is kind of overlooking is we physically met at things, but where we actually first knew of each other's existences was on the former View Askew board. Yes. And that's where essentially I kind of first was aware of Katie because <laughs> there was a uh, thread in the board that was uh, Kevin looking for extras. And I kept... I got a hotel room for myself because you know I never really met anyone even at the Q&As I went to I didn't really meet any of the boardies even though I knew where they were I didn't really want to approach them not out of you know what the fuck are they you know type like mentality but more like I have some social anxieties that I have to constantly work through it may not show but trust me they're there um but I kept noticing that she was posting her and uh, Ben, what was his name? Ben Taylor? Ben Taylor, yeah. They kept post posting that uh, they needed hotel room space. And I'm thinking, well, you know, this will be a test for me. And, you know, I, I didn't have Amanda with me, which was even even bigger anxiety issue for me. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, I've got this big, big room. You know, you, you guys are more than welcome to crash with me if you want. And this is something Katie's going to hear for the first time. <laughs> oh. On my phone, I had two Katies. Katie, the board member, and Katie, the casting director, or the extras casting director. Oh, yeah, I remember. So as, right. I'm dri yeah, as I'm driving, I'm about to enter Pennsylvania, I get a phone call. And I hear, yeah, hi, this is Katie, and da-da-da. And all the whole time, I'm thinking, it's the extras casting person because she was she called me a couple of times to make sure you know I was here for at this point and whatever not so I'm under the impression it's the casting director when all of a sudden she takes a hard left on the conversation and I'm thinking this is a little personal isn't it <laughs> and then it hit me oh Katie the other one okay I got you now but yeah we actually first met um Face to face, uh, I guess you guys were coming back from the restaurant, 
And yeah, I'm in I my... met everybody at the restaurant, and that was where I had met Gavin and Ben and Carla and Faye, I believe, and a whole bunch of other people for the first time. Um, or no, not Faye. It was Laura, I think. Uh, Faye but... was there, too. Okay, what well, was Faye? All right, yeah. I knew I met her that weekend, too. But yeah, we had all gone there, and like everybody had had a couple of drinks, and I ate something or whatever, and then I drove a bunch of people back to the hotel where we were going to go and get more drinks. But we went upstairs to jump up our stuff and meet Dawn first. And here I am. I'm in my sweatpants. I'm in my T-shirt, Michigan <laughs> Michigan slippers. And they're like, you should come down. I'm like, okay, but I'm not taking my slippers off. That's a hotel. Fuck it. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> and I think Ben bought me oh. in Long Island. And at that point, I had an empty stomach. So I was pretty much gone before half of the Long Island was gone. I don't yeah, even remember all, all that like, much. We all just sat there and talked a whole bunch and like just got really drunk. <laughs> the last thing I remembered was you said you were going to take a shower. And I the room oh, yeah, just spun so badly for me that I grabbed the couch and I was praying to God I didn't get whipped off. <laughs> and I think you were telling me the following morning you came out and you went, uh, oh, good night. <laughs> Yeah, that's about right. So, yeah. And then Ben got delivered to us at some point in time by Dan. And, yeah. That was the first time that I met Don. Oh, and Don also, at one point for a long time, apparently thought I was a dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the first time <laughs> stuff like that has ever happened, though. No, it's true. Lots of people thought I was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't really tell much from a from a post on a thread, you know. I know, and a name like KTCV isn't really like you know one way or the other. So, but uh, yeah. So anyhow, that happened, and we had a great time, and like we still talked on the board and stuff like that. And then um, the, was it the Jersey thing next, or was it New yeah, Jersey? Yeah, it was the Jersey Q and A next. Yeah, the Jersey Q and A, and like her and Amanda picked me up, and. Uh, her and Amanda picked me up and we drove out to New Jersey. But like, I mean, <laughs> first she parked in the parking, the parking lot of the apartment next door and like their crazy landlord came out and like was yelling at us as we were leaving. We're like, yeah, dude, we're moving it now. We're getting in the car. And he's like, I can call the police. It's like, we're going to be gone by then. So go ahead. <laughs> Can't you read but, the um... sign? <laughs> but yeah, we like drove all the way out to New Jersey and like realized well, basically, we were like at the Jersey border that we hadn't put music on the whole time because we'd just been talking nonstop and like laughing really hard. And like Don almost drove off the road a few times. I did not. And we saw the wee wee <laughs> wagon. <laughs> OK, well, we got to back up and explain some of this to, to everybody. Um, there okay. was at one point you, you really got to back up because you're missing a very key story. Oh. <laughs> you're missing a very key story. And it's uh, where she introduced me to Britney Spears, so to speak. <laughs> it's not that I never heard of her. I just never watched that whatever train wreck reality show she was on. With and I uh, never did either, but a friend of mine did. Go ahead. Yes. I said I never watched it either, but a friend of mine did. And that's no, how I knew no, about I this. Meant, I meant do the story. <laughs> I can't even start. Like, oh, where did he even God. come from? We were talking about it, like, I think I was telling them about that video where it's like, you know, Britney Spears in the hotel room. She's obviously, like, really high or something, and she's talking to k and She's like, my jaw hurts. 
I'm ugly. And he's like, no, baby, you're not ugly. You're beautiful. And she goes, huh? <laughs> like, she's all spaced you out. Ever, she's going, huh? What? <laughs> you ever want, think that we could do something about going back in time like in that movie? Huh? <laughs> and so, Are you yeah, recording? Then, then we ended up imitating Britney Spears for about two hours. <laughs> but and just laughing. And and we're pro- we've told this story so many times. It's probably like uh, it's like oh, been there, done it, heard it. But I think the best moments were when we <laughs> entered New Jersey. It was like two, three in the morning, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. And our our mental images of everything was playing with us. Like for one instance, the wee wee wagon. We thought it was literally <laughs> called the wee wee wagon. Because it had a big old hot dog on the side. So we're like, oh, it's a giant penis. We got to stop and get a picture. But it was in actuality the wee-nee wagon. Like W-E-E-N-E-E. And it was it's a hot dog stand. Like a little food truck. On the side of the road, randomly. Then one of the streets we came across. I don't remember what the actual name of it was. But I think we, we pissed thought the cat it away. Right. Yeah, pissed the cat away. <laughs> it's like... Oh, uh, did they really name a street after that? Every time I see that, it just makes me laugh. We're like, piss the cat away. That's what he told me that story about throwing a cat in a bag at somebody. <laughs> oh, God. Please tell it right now. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. I had, I'm, I know I'm probably, if we haven't gotten responses from listeners yet, this will do it. Because it'll probably be, you animal abuser, you. No, you're not. Just tell the story. I had a cat we appropriately named Psycho. Psycho had a thing for plastic bags. And the reason that I firmly believe is because one time when I was uh, washing my clothes, I threw the clothes in the dryer. The cat snuck into the dryer (laughs) as I was, you know, throwing the clothes in there. Set it on high, set it for like about an hour. And I go out to the living room and all of a sudden hear thud, 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 thud. My mom's looking at me going, did you put your tennis shoes in the dryer? I go, no. Are you sure? Yeah. Wait a minute. Do a cat check. So I'm like, oh shit. So I'm looking all over the place. I whip open the dryer door, take out all this hot, you know, hot, wet clothes. And in the middle is this cat with its eyes spinning in a circle and its tongue darting in and out, in and out. I panic. I was about ready to throw it in the refrigerator to cool it off. But instead (laughs) I like gave it an ice cube. But since then, this cat got an unnatural obsession with plastic bags. And by that, I mean, not, you know, like auto erotic asphyxiation or anything to that effect, whatever. Um, It wanted you as soon as it went in the bag, to pick it up and spin it. And then you let it, you know, you don't let it go in midair, but you put it on the floor and it'll spin around and go back in the bag and want you to do it again. It was just a weird cat. Wow. So one Saturday night, I had my friend, a couple of friends over, and we were telling them about this, you know, this obsession with this this cat that had all this. And they're like, no, you got to prove it. So this male friend of mine picks up, the, the bag with the cat in it and starts arcing it. And I'm talking like, you know, you, you see in like um, fast pitch softball. It was like that kind of arc. And just as the arc came up, the bag ripped open. 
And at that exact moment, my uncle Charlie just happened to come over <laughs> and just entered the door. And it was like the perfect mix. Here comes this cat flying out of the bag, four paws in front, claws extended, coming straight on to my uncle Charlie. And it was just like the perfect, like, and That's fantastic. The moment of impact, it hit my uncle Charlie, and they both went flying out the door. And wow, no one went to help because we were all laughing too damn hard. And also, my uncle Charlie comes back in with the cat, who's purring. By the way, is this yours? <laughs> like, yeah, are you okay? I think that's what got us laughing the hardest that we almost went into an ambulance, but... It really was. <laughs> it still does it. It's so funny. I just picked it. <laughs> like I said, it was named Psycho for a reason. That's crazy. <laughs> but the cat was named Psycho prior to this whole bag situation? Well... <laughs> We had we had just got the cats. We adopted them from a friend, and we hadn't come up with a name yet. And once the dryer thing happened, and you saw the thing with the the love for the plastic bag, that's when we named it Psycho. It had a brother that we named Spaz, and Spaz would you know this is I was back in high school when all this was going on initially, but. I would study on the floor, and this cat, for whatever reason, as soon as it saw me lay on the floor, would run back and forth over me. And as soon as it got to me, it would jump over. And at one point, I raised my leg as it was jumping, and it, like, bounced off my leg and went flying. And my sister's like, home run. <laughs> but, yeah, those cats were nuts. Well, I, I heard there there possibly is more to your um, <laughs> to your uh, you guys meeting something about like a drag show or something. Drag show. I don't know what the drag story. Oh no that that's me. Oh. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> um, well before Dawn and I had actually met in person, like I was stationed in Sicily for three years after I joined the board and. Um, so it, it didn't allow me to get to many meetups. So I, I uh, did more online with most people than I did like any time else. Like we used to do like big group chats um, for uh, the group of friends that we we all had, and um, we all used to do like these competitions on the board. Like Gavin would run. Um, like a photo contest every couple of months or so. And you'd, you'd have a teammate or you would just do it on your own and you'd take pictures and he'd give you like a theme, like this is what this theme has to be, this, that, and the other thing. Well, Dawn and Amanda, of course, were partners. And they posted... Um, no. No, no, it was Laura. It was Laura. Right. You and Laura were... No, 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 it was, it was Amanda and Laura, but Laura used her husband for a few of them and Amanda used me as a subject on a few of them. Yes, and did I did I really mix up you and Max? Yes, you did. I did. I was like, I don't know whether to be insulted or but if the, I should the, kill the her. Thing, the thing that the thing that has to be taken from this is the fact that I had never met anybody in person. First off, that, that's the first forewarning. Okay. 
so I get to the pictures and I'm scrolling through and I knew that it was like, um, it was Dawn and Laura and everybody working together. And I got down to this one picture of Dawn and I was just like, is that Max? And all of a sudden I had three, maybe four different PMs in my PM box. Like one was from Grace. I think one was from Gavin. And they were like, Mandy, that's Dawn. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, I think your exact <laughs> words were, I don't know who, you know, who that is exactly, but Laura, I think your husband's a real card. And I'm I don't reading... think I've ever said anything like real card before, though. Yeah, I, I remember it fondly. <laughs> but I'm reading it, and I'm looking at it going, did that bitch just call me Max? The thing that's got to be taken away is the fact that Dawn actually was in drag and she was completely in drag. So I completely compliment her on the fact that she was in drag and was a dude, but I called her Max and she does not look anything like Max. (laughs) And the the reason why I can see the mistake is because there was a picture earlier in that part of uh, Laura and Amanda's uh, contest where Max is in the shower, you know, mouth open he's wearing a white t-shirt you know he's got the water on him and then you go down a few more and there i am wedding dress by the way uh and amanda uh, not amanda um katie's favorite word holding a spanker holding a book <laughs> that says sex i've got a cigar in a ha- in my hand and unbeknownst to me it was like a happy accident a box of tissues <laughs> so I'm sitting there and by the way we blew this picture up as an 8 by 10 because I liked the picture so much I wanted it in the house but I'm, I'm looking between the two pictures and I'm wearing a fake mustache oh and bunny ears by the way yes but I've got this fake mustache on and I can at first I saw the I could understand the misunderstanding but there have been moments where me and Max didn't get along all that well so I would think it was at that point I was just like, she called me what? But I took it in stride. I mean, I, I don't have anything against Max. He's actually a, a pretty good guy once you get to know him. But um, I just thought it was funny. And, and I didn't even mean sudden, it in that way. <laughs> all of a sudden, all these people are like, uh, that's, that's Dawn. That's Dawn. That's Dawn. And I'm thinking, folks, you don't have to admonish her. I've been called a dude since I was five years old. After a while... I answer to it, sir. Yeah. So I don't even give a shit, really. See, I, I can't remember if before that, if I actually had even seen a picture of you prior to that. So I, I don't even know. Possibly, but I, but... I just thought it was funny. Here we are in Brantford. She goes, I remember the first time I met Dawn. I thought she was a dude. And I'm thinking, you and everybody else that's a carbon-based life form, lady. I still feel really bad about it, though. There's much things in the world to feel bad about than mistaking me for a dude. Well, I've I've always kind of been told that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Don, is that I the biggest compliment that you can give to someone who's dressing in drag is that you see them as that sex that they're dressing as. If they're in that attire at the time, even now, I guess, um, like I said, I haven't performed on stage in probably close to 
I want to say, 10 years. But, yeah, if you can pull off the illusion and people actually think you're a dude, like, I, I saw a lot of drag queens, or as some of them like to be called, female illusionists, you wouldn't know. You really wouldn't know that they're dudes. And a few of them I crushed on. I'm like, oh, she's pretty. God, that's a girl. That's not a girl. I'm like, what? Get the fuck out. But, um, yeah, that is a, a high compliment you can give to a performer is that if they're in the outfit and you can't tell. Yeah, because I've performed with some male uh, illusionists or drag kings where they would perform on stage wearing maybe trunks and a towel you know, no shirt, and you still couldn't see anything. And it's really hard to hide those. Anyone? So, yeah. <laughs> and the first time I actually <laughs> met Colin was kind of awkward because I think, Colin, it was in Brantford. We weren't playing. But you were standing with Grace, Izzy, and uh, Brian Wilson. And I was just taking I was just taking pictures of people, and I think it at first it was like Izzy's like who the hell are you? And I know Brian Wilson just I, and I've got the picture to prove it is looking at me like get the fuck away from me. <laughs> but <laughs> he just had that look of I don't know you, I don't like you, go away. <laughs> you know that's the look on his face. And so. Grace was just very welcoming, so. Oh, yeah, of course. That's Grace. Yeah, what that's was I doing? Nice. You were standing there smiling, smirking. All right, <laughs> smirking. Smirking. That's what I Eventually do. Eventually about to wear some bunny ears. Well, that was the following year. Yes. <laughs> I just remember later on at the infamous, and Katie, I'm going to let you tell that story, but after I finish with this part. What at the infamous At the infamous Seductions Club. <laughs> now you know the story. Um, we were off in like different groups and I happened to glance over and I noticed Colin's just sitting there by himself staring. I don't know if he's staring at this, the stage or what, but I'm like, I look at Amanda, I'm like, you want to go keep Colin company? And she's like, yeah, sure. So we get up, we walk over and he's just sitting there. I'm like, you okay over here? Yep. (laughs) Just chilling. That's what I do. (laughs) Like, all right. I'm like, all right. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I may have been drunk. Slightly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like an exact calling quote, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead with the seduction story, Katie, because this... Oh, oh we my God, decided I, on... I've never wanted to pee my pants while driving cause from laughing so hard in my life. Oh, God. Um... The last night of Brantford, we'd all decided that we were going to go to a strip club. So after hanging out in our room for quite a while with lots of people reading, um, we decided to go to the strip club. You, so, sorry, Katie, what you meant is um, having a, no, a, sub, a submarine. We were reading. Eating a submarine. <laughs> Eating a sandwich. <laughs> But a submarine specifically. Yeah. We had a platter. Yes. Continue. <laughs> so anyhow, um, we go to 
we decide we're going to go to this strip club called Seductions because it's the only one in Brantford. And we're like, all right, let's do this. So we get in the car, you know, we're all driving separately. And in our car, it's me and Don, Amanda, and Grace. And, and uh, what? I think it was Brad, too, wasn't it? Oh, God, Brad or Paul? Right. Brad was with us. No, it was Brad. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we, we end up, like, in this casino-type place parking lot, and we, like, stop the first people we see, and it's this couple, this, you know, guy probably in his early 20s, and presumably his girlfriend's they're holding hands and walking or whatever, and run on the window, and Grace sticks her head out, um, excuse me, do you know how to get the seductions? And he goes, not right now, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> we're all like, <laughs> and his girlfriend just like hits him, and we just drive away laughing so hard. And there's Grace. <laughs> I think we just ruined a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Then we went to Seductions and read some more. <laughs> oh, I, and we were going to ask another guy, but it was this old man on a tricycle. We thought better oh of God. it. You almost went off the road that time. You almost ran into that stop sign. Yeah. I think we were laughing about the giant tricycle. Like, it was just huge. The wheels were giant. And he was just like, do, 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 do. And it was dark out, so we didn't see him at first. And then all of a sudden, it was like, bam, tricycle! He didn't have a gigantic helmet to go with his tricycle? Nope. He did not. He did, however, have a giant flag that the <laughs> uh, fluorescent orange was up so high, I think it was like hitting tree branches rather than alerting you of his presence. <laughs> Yeah, it was a very tree-covered street. It was kind of strange. But that flag then, was really big. And then once we got in, I'm like, you know what would be funny? Let's get Katie a lap dance. <laughs> and all the crap I had to go through just to get this lap dance was hilarious. Well... <laughs> the first thing I did was I, I pulled money from the different other, um, some of the other different people. And then I, I'm like, well, which one should we get her? And this is Amanda, the one preferably who has at least some form of boobs. Because most of those strippers did not have any breasts at all. It was the Itty Bitty Titty Committee Sunday night. So, you know, I, I see one and I come up to her. I'm like, um, I, I am aware that, um, you know, of the rules regarding lap dances and especially lap dances of women. Um, but we ha would like to know if you would be able to give one to our friend over there and she goes well she has to have a uh, have a man with her <laughs> bullshit. i'm like such bullshit i'm like okay so i think at first we we asked frank if he would do it no you you were pointing at brian johnson and you said the guy over there with the beard but she thought you meant frank because then she walked over to frank and i just hear you go not him <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like what's going on here I forgot about that. Brian Johnson had just walked outside, and I, I turned around like, what's happening? And you're like, well, we're trying to get you a lap dance, but you can't have one unless a guy goes with you. And I'm like, what? Why? And she's like, that's just the rules. And I was like, ah. So then I ran outside, and I grabbed Johnson, and I'm like, hey, can you do me a favor? He's like, what? And I was like, I need you to get a lap dance with me. He's like, what? No, I'm not doing that. And I was like, no, look, dude. I was like, my friend bought me a lap dance. I'm not allowed to get, get it unless I have a dude with me. You are actually the dude that I know best here because it was the first year of Brantford and like I'd talked to him a bunch and it was like, you know, I was like, I know you the best out of anybody here. I was like, so it's you go get it with me or I have to get like Frank. And he was like, oh, okay, I'll go. I'm like, thank you. 
So that happened. How but, was lap dance? <laughs> gravity. <laughs> what did you say? Gravity. I said grabby. Oh, grabby. Grabby. You're allowed to touch in Canada, and they're allowed to touch back. Ooh. Oh yeah, because we get in there, and um, she sits us both down, and she says, she says to him. I can dance for you and she can watch, but I technically can't dance for her. And he was like, bullshit. And she was like, excuse me. And he was like, no, nobody bought me a lap dance. Her friends bought her a lap dance. I had to be here. So I'm here. You're going to dance for her. And she looked at me and I was like, yeah. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So then she danced for me basically while he sat there and watched was there a specific song playing that you can remember? I do not remember what was playing. I was fairly drunk by that point. <laughs> I think it was but whatever they were playing on the stage. I, I'm, I don't know. That. I know they were playing some lame music that night, but I feel like it was something faster. And I remember watching some chick do a stage dance to Sex on Fire by the Kings of Leon and being like, man, this is so weird. And then they're like, okay, we're going to take a break. And during the break, they play girls, girls, girls. And I'm like, that's just silly. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it somebody dancing to this? Here's I know the it's one... probably lame and cliche, but it's way better than that song. Here's the but... one thing I wish people would have warned me on about that place is... Um... God, the tipping? Yeah, because Atwell was telling me how you know they don't really like women coming into the bars because they're afraid lesbians are going to overtake it. I'm thinking, yeah, that, that's what we live for, really. Yeah. But um, I decided, you know, what's uh, Addie wanted to go on stage and tip. I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So she goes, you got to do it with me. Matter of fact, she was holding my hand and says, you can't go anywhere. You got to stay with me. I'm thinking, I'll never let go, Jack. I'll never let go. That's not right. <laughs> so we get on the stage and we lay down and... We put the, we're, we're actually, no, we're, we're getting ready to go on stage. And we notice one guy goes on there and she basically takes the dollar out of his mouth by resembling something out of Alien and the Facehuggers. Basically, her, she moves her thong, her G-string to the side and comes down and suction cups him with her. Her twat, basically. And takes the Not five really out. Him, but the five. Yeah. And I look... And at this point, the five was in my mouth. I'm like... Pff, 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 pff. Like, how many fives in Canada have seen these ladies' twats? I mean, is it universal? Do they all do it this way? <laughs> You're like, I'm never putting Canadian money in my mouth ever again. My God, I wanted to rinse with Purell, but... We get on the stage and she's like, okay, put the five in your mouth. And I'm like, no. But I decided, okay, fine, I'll do it anyway. But I didn't put it in my mouth. I put it on my mouth. I figured herpes is better than whatever is going to go in my bloodstream. So I'm laying there and there were these three guys off to the side. And they were the ones who were trying to supply belts for whipping. Uh-huh. And I guess they wanted her to do something to me. And, like, she wanted to raise my shirt. And I'm like, no. I'm, I'm of the Kevin Smith um, frame of mind. I, I leave my shirt on. <laughs> Not in the shower, per se. But I, I like to leave my shirt on because it's like, um, unless I really, 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 really know you, are you, are you going to see my gut? 
it's not going to happen. So she's trying to lift my shirt up and I start tugging it down and she realizes I really don't want her to do this. And all of a sudden I hear these guys go, here, use this on her. And she kind of like turns and looks at them and goes, dudes, bad idea. <laughs> and that's when I realized they're trying to give her this leather belt to whip me with. And I'm like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> she And she just gave me a kiss and that was it. But before I could get up, Addie clutches my arm and she's like, you're not going anywhere. <laughs> so she mounts and... Addie and does the, pretty much the same thing she did to me, except for the, I think she actually did raise her shirt, but I'm not 100% positive. But that was about it. But when she, um, when she actually did take the belt to people, I'm thinking, holy hell, this isn't a strip club. This is an S&M bar. Yeah, there was a bunch of bachelors that got it pretty good. It's like, holy shit, man. There's welts here. Well, and I remember when I went up on stage because a certain person who I promised I would never publicly say who he was. I know who it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know who it is, but I promised him that I would never say anything out loud. Um, he said that he would go up and tip if I would. And I was like, all right, whatever, I'll do it. So I get up there on stage and, you know, she does that same thing. And then she grabs the top of my tank top and pulls my shirt down and just like pulls my boobs out and starts playing with them and then dancing around. And I'm like, what is going on here? Jesus and I was like, like, so I get off stage and like pull my shirt. I'm like, what just happened to me? And uh, should give you a cut. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Here, here's what I find out. Uh, two years, well, probably two or three years later, um, Frank comes out to visit, and we're hanging out at Happy Dog and having a couple of beers and eating hot dogs. And he's like, that comes up in conversation. He's like, oh yeah, man, and I totally paid her to do that. <laughs> oh, I mean, the other guy and I. Totally <laughs> It will be edited out. Or beep. do you want me to beep it out, or do you want me to edit it out? You should beep it out because that was yeah. Be beep it out. Okay, so it's <laughs> just slipped out. And I was. So then I texted the other guy and was like, "You dirty son of a bitch! I know what you did." <laughs> to which I received a series of question marks. <laughs> And the funny thing is, I think I had my camera there at the time. And we saw you go on stage. I'm like, oh, let's get a couple of shots. Oh, God. Fortunately, once we realized what was going on, it's like, no, put the camera away. No, 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 put the camera away. <laughs> There's four boobs up there, eh? <laughs> but you well, know what, Jamil? She should have given me a cut because I had the biggest boobs in the strip club at that point. Right. And she did too. I mean, even the, the heavy set girl, you would think, come on, man, but no. It's you like guys, will you go outside and get bit by a mosquito, please? It was it was a cup nighter. It, it was. I mean it was Sunday night. But so I think the best the Sunday night crew. The best part of that whole first time in Brantford had to be and unfortunately again it, it it's at Katie's expense. Katie had a really, really, really bad sunburn. Oh, God. Specifically a triangular one on her chest. Please bear that in mind for the story. I had cut a V in the front of my t-shirt and then did that thing in the back where I cut it apart and tied it back together. So I had some diamond pattern on my back, too. 
and not to mention the fishnets. Oh yeah, my legs got sunburned and my in the pattern of my big pothole fishnets. But uh, that the was next... ridiculous. <laughs> We we were hearing from everybody. Oh, that's a nasty burn you got there, eh? But um, <laughs> all day. The best the best part was Gavin asked if uh, we would give him a lift across the street to the uh, pharmacy and see if they had mm-hmm. uh, some Tylenol uh, with codeine there that he could get for his leg because his leg was really bothering him. So we're like, mm-hmm. sure, and you know, as we go, it was me, Katie, Amanda, and Gavin, and we're walking around this couple. This nice elderly couple sees Katie and they're like, and the woman's like, oh, that's a nasty <laughs> burn you got there. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's, I, I, I forgot to put on the sunscreen a little too late. And she goes, well, you know what my doctor recommended? Uh, remember where the initial burn that she's looking at is. It's on her chest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Katie's like, no, what did the doctor recommend? She goes, well... The doc, it, as weird as it sounds, the doctor recommended you put milk of magnesia on a burn. I mean, sure, it dries white and crusty, but it really works. I couldn't <laughs> help myself. Don just died. Like, I'm sitting there like, oh, like eyebrows raised, looking very interested and innocent and polite. Like, oh, this isn't funny at all. No. And then Don's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, shit. <laughs> dries white like, well, and crusty Thank you very much. Just, like pushing Don away. <laughs> It tries white and crusty on her chest. Yeah, the money shot works. Yeah. <laughs> Dawn's just like pissing herself. I'm like, yes, yes, you're hysterical. Oh my God, I'm going to die. Go away. And I just had to get away from that old lady before I started laughing. Because <laughs> she was very sweet to offer me advice, but it was just like phrasing. Helpful Canadian woman, phrasing. And I think, what, the next year I got you a, bo- a bottle of milk of magnesia? Yes, that happened. <laughs> but I've never gotten a sunburn in Brantford again. I've always remembered my sunscreen. <laughs> because I had tan lines for about 10 months. Mm-mm-mm. Good times, <sighs> good times. I'm a little disappointed that the time I started going to Brantford was the year after all this happened. So, and like, nowhere, like, you guys never did something like that afterwards. What got a terrible sunburn? No, I learned my lesson or, the first. Or time. go to the club. <laughs> or go to the club. Well, no, because we were gonna go to the club the second year, but it was closed. Uh, yeah, something like a hail of gunfire or something like that. Oh, I don't know. I just know that it was closed. Um, and then I think the year after that it was closed. And then like we talked about, I don't know. Then I kept saying, "Let's go to the brass rail," and it was like, "I don't want to go far away. I really don't want to go outside of Brantford. Like we're here. Let's just stay here and hang out and do shit." Brass rail all the way in Toronto. Eck would say Yeah, he wanted to go there. Eck would say that. <laughs> well, actually, you know, you are forgetting one little uh, amusing little anecdote that happened, and it was involving Van Eck. <laughs> which one? <laughs> which one? <laughs> the, yeah, it, it, exactly which one, but I'm, I'm referring to the lady at uh, Joe Baloney's. <laughs> oh, the dearly oh. departed Joe Baloney's. Like, yeah, I tried to hook him up. <laughs> he was not thankful. Well, she looked like she was about to, like uh, one of those biscuit cans, like about ready to explode. She was the penguin. She was the <laughs> penguin in skinny jeans. The penguin? Yes, because the skinny jeans she had could not fit. So just imagine like these like twig legs and then this 
very round midsection and then you just try to pull up the skinny jeans you saw her crack the entire night and then she was so wasted and she kept on like going to Mike and then she would come to me and she's like I like you and she would like toss her drink on me <laughs> I like you I was like, yeah. Was territory. I, I kept, I kept on trying to get Mike out of the situation and get, get, pull him away, but then she kept on like pouring the drink on me, and Mike kept on annoying me, um, ignoring me. So I'm like, you know what? Screw him. It's gonna be his mistake. His mistake. Well, and here's me. I'm like, hey guys, come over here, and then I buy them each a shot of tequila, and I'm like, have fun. <laughs> such a jerk (laughs) (laughs) and then of course the following year uh, actually yeah it was this year as a matter of fact um was it this year no it was the previous year year. no i mean uh we actually saw her again oh you oh wait i didn't know i oh please tell (laughs) we were uh it was me and amanda we were walking around and i just happened to see this woman and for some reason it was like you look very familiar. So I did a double take and I'm just kind of like looking and she realized I was looking at her and she did a double take, saw me looked at her friend and damned if she wasn't wearing those damn same pants too, by the way. (laughs) Oh no. And she's leaning into her friend, like pointing in my direction. They just got in their car and they took off. And I look at a man, I go, I think that was the, the drunk chick from Joe Baloney's last year. Wasn't it? And she goes, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Um, she later on that same the original night she was wasted outside and everyone was afraid she was gonna fall down and just fall straight on um what's what do they call it the the concrete um parking thing yeah the concrete parking thing parking stop so um she kept on screaming that people were disrespecting her and um, <laughs> as you do <laughs> and she was stating that um uh, if anyone messes with her, she has people that will take care of them. She's nice. part native. She oh. kept on screaming. She's part native. And then this really, um, this guy who was like in all, like a black trench coat, tats to the nine, um, piercings everywhere. He was like, okay, you need to just stand still and just take care of yourself and just calm down because you're going to fall and hurt yourself. And he was so concerned for her. And he was like, look, like, I'll do anything. Just be calm and stay, stay still because you're going to fall and hurt yourself. And she's like, come on, let's dance. And he proceeded to, like, <laughs> pretend to dance with her, like, you know, hands up in the air and, like, snapping his fingers. And it was just like an, an, like an awesome, eerie visual of this, this guy, gothic guy, kind of doing this weird <laughs> 80s, you know... Barry Manilow type of snap dancing, and it it went on a little. You know when people dance and and there's no music and it's like kind of sweet, and then it just gets kind of really creepy. Awkward. Yeah, and awkward. Yes, it it went far into that territory until Mike came outside, and proceeded to steal her away. <laughs> <laughs> and then we to- we told the guy we're like, you're a really nice guy. Thank you for doing that. And he's like, well, I don't want her to hurt herself. I'm like, do you have the same concern for my friend? <laughs> He's like, who? And then we just left the conversation. <laughs> that is a nice gentleman he was. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. 
damn, damn him, damn, <laughs> damn, damn who? Damn Mike. <laughs> I, I was not happy about the drink being spilt on me. I can't imagine that you would have been. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Nope. That's one thing. I'm not particularly fond of people pouring drinks on me. Or vomit. <laughs> vomit. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Are we going to go into that territory now? <laughs> I feel like we should have Dylan here for that. <laughs> I think we should have Dylan and Hoffman in for that. Should yeah. I? Should I the get the importance a... of being hydrated? Special guests, injury episode. Well, I, I could get another special guest to appear, but I don't know. <laughs> People want to hear his side. Oh God, are we talking about? Yes, Mr. Josh Smith. Josh Smith. <laughs> Rockstar mentality. <laughs> <laughs> which which I uh, that's something totally different I have to talk to you guys about that I, I, I like the vomit gonna write a poem about it <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dickhead I'm sorry <laughs> I love that's you cool. I still love you Josh don't worry <laughs> I do too Josh I really have no beef with you <laughs> me, me neither, Josh. I love you too. Oh my god! But that—that that was funny. Colin, you ain't responding. Oh, what? oh yeah. <laughs> He's very uh, nice. I like him. Um, anyways, yeah. Like, um, well, my first year in Brantford, I don't think I, I socialized as well as I could have, because there, I came with friends that I brought to the tournament. So, um, my friend Chris, um, who is, um, was plus one on the board and evil genius or something, he, he changes it. I, I don't know why. Uh, I was convincing him to, to come and play hockey. And, um, my other friend Jeff, who is, I think, Ray Tracer or Senior Horton on the board, formerly, he also played too. Uh, now, they have really no interest with the board uh so i was like oh this is this person and we were talking about this on the board and they're like we frankly do not care what's going on uh, <laughs> so uh a lot of the times it was battling what they wanted to do and i didn't want to like just straight up abandon my friends uh, for my board friends but i also wanted to have fun <laughs> so uh, and this is the same thing that happened at Volgathon. Volgathon is a, a festival that Kevin Smith um, has whenever he has movies that he needs to show that people haven't really seen. So he gets a bunch of the people who used to be on his message board. Well, this is when the message board was still in effect. And um, they have like a, an event in um, New Jersey. One time it was in, in L.A. as well. So... Um, this is my first big meetup with USQ people. And uh, we went there, and I was like, oh, this is the first time I'm meeting all these people that I, you know, only talked to online. Um, I want to hang out and have a good time. And uh, not all of my friends wanted to do the exact same thing. Uh, many wanted to just relax and chill after a long drive. Um, so I felt really bad that I, I left one in, in general in the in the the hotel room while I was out partying all night. 
but uh, that's always type of the type of issue when you're trying to marry your friends outside of the VSQ world and then bring them in. Sometimes it works with Chris's in Chris's case, even though I wish Chris would get more involved in terms of conversation because I don't believe you guys really talk to Chris outside of Brantford. Am I? I I tried, but he just seems kind of. Uh... You know, like, please stop talking to me. Um, Chris, in we Chris's nickname among us from since Can we I, Fenos? yeah, Fenos, yes, Chris Fenos. Fenos. Sorry, Chris's nickname from since high school was People Skills, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just because he's the type of person that if you know he doesn't want to talk to you or doesn't want to do something, he'll tell you straight up, and that's always something that I've always appreciated about. Chris, he, you always know where you stand with Chris, right? It's not that he doesn't like you or anything like that. He might not just want to talk to you at that time, and he'll tell you, like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you, or <laughs> let's not talk, right? So it's it's something I always appreciate about Chris. Uh, so, uh, yeah, like, I, for the most part, always had to relay uh, information to my friends about this is what's happening in VSQ. Uh, there's going to be a Q&A and it's coming up. We should get tickets. And it's like, oh, we're going to have a meetup too. And they're like, another one of these things with your board friends? And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, they're, they're good people. And I can't really, you know, oh, this is what happened on the board. It just seems really... And Chris was like, no. <laughs> Chris is like, I don't care. <laughs> For the most part. But yeah. Yeah, for, for Sherman, another person, he doesn't really. Sherman does not follow what happens on Facebook in terms of um, what we do. He just, he's a more face-to-face type of person. That's fair. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was really kind of hard at first for me to relay, especially at work, because um, I think I was two years from retiring from Ford's. I say Ford's, but oh well, but it's from Ford. And I started working in the pharmacy. And when I was working at Ford, it was all about, you know, I, I getting time off wasn't an issue. No one really questioned as to why, but they're like, why are you going to Jersey? <laughs> Vacation? I've never been there. Yes, but it's Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> yeah, and? But when I went to the pharmacy I had just I wasn't playing yet I think I had just finished the first year Brantford as a spectator and whenever I would take time off I'm like yeah I I found these people you know to play hockey with and da 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 well where'd you meet them a message board a what a message board you lead a lonely life don't you (laughs) yes I do but they're good people. Yeah. So not anymore. <laughs> I got the same thing from like people in the Navy. Like when I was stationed in Italy, like when um, like my boss was really, he was well aware of the view of board. Like we could sit there and we would listen to tell him Steve, Dave and Smodcast and all that in the office. Like my boss called in for one of the booty time 
things and he talked to Walt and he was like, it would be really cool if you could like do a shout out to our office here. And Walt did it. And when we played it for our chief, our chief was like so giddy. Like he still brings it up to me. Like when I, every time that I talk to him, he's like, remember that time where those guys in that podcast like shouted us out? That was so cool. Like it's left such a lasting impression. It's, it's awesome. But, um, when my hockey Jersey came in because, uh, um, we used to do secret Santa and I'm still trying to carry that on within our hockey group so that we do that every year. But, um, was it, I think it was 2010 if I'm correct. And one of the guys that Katie and I talked to a lot, um, Rick, a guy who lives up in Washington, Rick got me and I just for the hell of it, like people started talking hockey jerseys in the Secret Santa thread. So I was like, okay, you know, I would really love a veg jersey. Like I really want to play hockey at some point. And the craziest thing of it was, was I had talked to Katie like that morning or the night before. And she had already, she had said, oh, when you get back to the States, uh, you can, we want you on the veg and you know, you'll be on our team and this and that. And the very, like, six hours later, that package showed up with the jersey in it. Oh. And I and I was, like, <laughs> in tears in the middle of my office. And my, my boss was like, my chief didn't understand. My coworker didn't understand. The only person that understood it was my boss. And he, he like, got how awesome it was to receive that jersey. So it was really cool. That's some damn good timing. <laughs> but it was per it was perfect. It was like you knew when it was gonna show up. It was fantastic. <laughs> Shit of tracking details. It was just holding on. Uh, well, it- I had an idea because Rick had messaged me and asked me how to get one. And told me like, you know, what he was doing, and so I told him like I gave him the, the details for the guys at the sporting store. Awesome. Well going back and the- oh. Sorry, continue. I was going to say, I was going to finish that up real quick. The cool thing about it was, was he didn't wrap it in a way that it would it showed that it was a jersey. He took one of those, not the rectangle style tissue box, but a, um, like the square style tissue box. And he folded it up as best he could so that it wouldn't get too wrinkled. He shoved it in there and then he made me um, my own Starbucks wrapping paper. And he wrapped that box <laughs> with it. It was really cool. I'm done now with that story. <laughs> um, going back to the the whole um, telling people that you met individuals from a message board uh, and trying to explain and explain with a straight face. Uh, there was a time when um, coming to I think it was the New York trip. Uh, I was getting a lift from a a good gentleman named Mike. Uh, we were traveling down to um, the border. What ends up happening is uh, one of our passengers' uh, passports are messed up. So, <laughs> uh, what you what you might not know is that um, the possibility of your passport being tampered is a very serious offense. So we got uh, <laughs> pulled over. We had to go into the office. We got like interrogated. We got interrogated separately. So trying to explain to Border Patrol um, where did you all meet and saying a message board to play hockey. And they're like, a what? Uh, a view askew message board. And they're like, mm-hmm. And you're like, 
maybe we should have lied and said that we knew each other because we're all from Canada. Uh, you know, we could have been, you know, cousins. Or, well, no, not cousins, not cousins. Uh, all Canadians are related. But yeah, we. I think we spend about five hours at the border just because of that situation. It was a very <laughs> awkward situation. Um, but yeah. Who all was with you on that one? <laughs> I wasn't naming names, but... Who was it? None of your damn business, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it was that one fellow who set up your lap dance. That's who it was. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Lord. Oh, dear. <sighs> yeah. That was the... That was a trip where I didn't have my... I couldn't see very well. So I was squinting the entire time. So Border Patrol <laughs> Border Patrol has this this guy with one eye bigger than the other saying, I met them on a message board. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, uh, interesting fact. Um, uh, I, I, I um, accidentally left. They went through my wallet as well, right? Which was not a problem. Like, yeah, go through. And... In my wallet was a card from a convention where I took a picture for like a superhero oh, no. <laughs> a superhero calling card. So it said the Puffy Taco. Well, <laughs> it was supposed to say the Puffy Taco, but it, it couldn't say all the words. So it said Puffy Talk. No O, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like um, real name. And it says um, general abilities. Um, uh, it's like a man of, man of leisure. <laughs> and... And then there's this picture of me with this mask on, but the mask was too tight, so it's kind of flipping my eyelid up. Wow. So I look totally <laughs> messed up. We have to see this picture. Yeah, so, Like, right now. Please tell me you still have that. I think I still have it somewhere. That needs to go in episode notes, I'm just saying. That's yeah, on this year's Christmas card. No, 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 that's on the yeah, Christmas card. Yeah, it's Christmas card. card. I'll, I'll look for it. But what ended up happening is we left that card at the passport office. So um, it just so happens that one of us in the car also left their health card. So we had to drive back to that specific location to pick it up. So when we stopped at the border, they picked they picked up the health card and they gave me my, um, my superhero card. But I was told that they put the superhero card up on the board <laughs> because they were laughing at it. Oh no! <laughs> oh. Since that time, I've only been um, to that border crossing, which is the the Peace Bridge, once, and I'm I, I, I always feel weird going over there because I'm like, do they remember the picture? Dude, you're hey, famous. You'll get talk. you'll get fast track, man. <laughs> I've never been stopped at that border. Never. Yo, it's Puffy Talk. I I killed Katie's um, border crossing and not being stopped. Uh, My record. Record. Man. She had a really I, good record, and I ruined it. <laughs> wait, why? I have never, ever, ever gotten stopped at the border before, ever. And I drive back and forth to Canada pretty frequently between, like, hockey stuff and my thing for dating some Canadians and, like, you know, more hockey stuff. Um, and seeing bands. <laughs> So, I mean, I had never gotten stopped at the border before, and Mandy and I are driving through, and it's like, you know, da 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 and her passport says Connecticut, and so they ask her where she's from, and she's like, you know, where's home? Florida. 
why does your passport say Connecticut? I'm like, son of a bitch. Mandy! <laughs> <laughs> For, for those for those that aren't aware, which I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this podcast is, um, I was in the Navy for eight years. My home of record is Connecticut. So when I got my passport, my home address, because I was getting ready to go to transfer to Italy, my home address was, is still Connecticut because it matches my driver's license. My driver's license is still Connecticut. Um, even coming out of the Navy and being a student... I can still maintain my Connecticut residency because I'm a student and you don't have to change your residency when you're a student. So I just haven't changed it because I've been lazy because <laughs> I just, I have all the stuff. Why should I change it? And my license doesn't expire till like 2015. And then my passport doesn't expire for another however many years. But yeah, it was like, you know, my passport said Connecticut and I said I lived in Florida and then they were like, well, how did you meet? And Katie was like, oh, we met on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> It's like blink, yeah. blink if there's an issue. <laughs> and then it, um, they were like, well, how many times have you been to Canada? And of course, mine was none because I'd never been to Canada. And Katie was like, I've been here a lot. So here, here I am telling them that I'm military and I've never been to Canada. And, you know, my passport says Connecticut, but I live in Florida. So they're probably thinking that I'm going to go to Canada and never come back. <laughs> or like, you know, I'm a drug smuggler. And you're along for the trip one time. Yeah, something something so. ridiculous. But yeah, they pulled us over and they looked over the car and it it yeah, was they went through a couple of things. It's just unzipped things. They didn't really like look like rifle through our belongings or anything no. like that. They just unzipped it like a cursory glance, like these girls got nothing. Which was entirely true. It's like, oh, a couple of twelve packs of pops. Criminals. So And cereal and cereal. And cereal, yes, that's what we were bringing into Canada. It was like a few cases of pop for Karen. And some cereal for Mike Van Eck, like some crunch berries and shit <laughs> that you guys don't have up there, apparently. Yeah. It's a mascot um, cereal, so we don't have it anymore. Aw. Uh, You're not allowed to have cereal mascots? They, they don't, yeah, they, they passed a law saying you can't really advertise, like, sugary cereals for kids. That's why, like, sugar, <laughs> what is it? Sugar bee doesn't happen. Same thing with, like, crunch and berry and count chocula. So it never bothered me because I was an old man kid. I liked like uh, ra- raisin bran and um, honey bunches of oats. I love honey bunches of oats. Frosted flakes is still up here though. Yeah, frosted okay. flakes, but they don't really advertise Tony the Tiger. Yeah, he was in the last commercial I saw. When did you see the commercial? I don't know, a year ago. <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> You're making me look like a fool. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. I'm gonna look this up to make sure. It's recent, for sure. So that's why I'm saying a year. Like, I can't put a date on it. But it is recent. Yeah. It's not focused on him, but he walks into the kitchen while, like, the parent and his kid are having the cereal. Meow. I live here, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and your knowledge. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I think we're going to wrap up um, this episode. It's been pretty good. How we met our... Um, how we met? Ba, 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 ba. No, we already did that already. <laughs> well, I liked we tried. It. And um, maybe down the line we'll hear Don's interesting story of mistaken identity. That's a Ooh. teaser for a future podcast. Dun dun dun. Um, no, it's involved more like. <laughs> uh, until. Teaser. Until then, I'm Jamil. I'm Don. I'm Katie. 
So you guys are going to do it. It wasn't me this time. Yes. I'm calling. Ah. Huh? Down to you two. I'm Katie. I'm Mandy. Um, good night and good fight. Or good fighting. What is it, Don? Good fight. Good fight. Good night. Good night. Okay. Yeah, what they said. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, with the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Breakfast Club. Don't, don't.